Today, we start with a question from a reader. Am I expecting too much from him to go ahead and actually schedule a date? It seems to me he's one of those who's not willing to put in an effort. My name is Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn how to get him to plan a date. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So as I see it, this is a universal problem. I, I get you know, lists of questions that are sent to me by my assistant. There were like four questions that were a variation on this theme. How can I get my guy to be more aggressive, get him to be more assertive, to get him to be more confident, to get him to follow through with me? It's all some version of the same question. So to answer the question, we need to actually go back a little bit to figure out how we got here and how we move forward. So my observation, and again, you can feel free to disagree. I don't take it personally. Uh, is that gender roles have changed radically in the past 40 years. Uh, Post-second wave feminism, uh, women have more opportunity uh, and to the point where women get one-third more college degrees and are now getting more law degrees and more doctorates. It's, it's really been a, a transformative, uh, positive change for women. And they've decoupled the need to go from their father's house into their husband's house, which is what my mom did. Married a guy, went from her father's house to her husband's house. So we don't need men in the same way anymore to support. But that has thrown gender roles into a bit of a blender. So our gender roles have changed. Women and men are now equal. Um, but our expectations haven't changed. We, right, men still want women to be old school women, right, to, to take care of him at home and do his laundry and cook and all that kind of stuff to some degree. And women still want men to be the breadwinner, the protector, the provider, even though she could well protect and provide for herself these days. So that's where we're at this challenge. So women have become more masculine. It's not even in a bad way. Women become more masculine if, if we mean equal to men. And equal in the workplace, but men haven't necessarily gone on the exact same journey, right? Passively, they have in that they recognize that if women are more masculine, it obviates the need for them to be as masculine themselves. As a counterbalance, and again, this is just my, my theory, as a counterbalance to have women having much more control over their own destiny, again, a good thing, men have become sort of more passive and lazy and confused. And women don't love this shift, right? Women wanted the equality. They didn't want what happened to men, which is that men are no longer leading in the way that they used to. So in the perfect world for my clients, men and women are complete equals, except for the fact that he makes more money. He does all the calling, all the planning, all the paying, just like men a hundred years ago did when women didn't have educations or jobs. That's the perfect world for a lot of my clients. We have complete equality, but when it comes to that kind of stuff, chivalry is alive and well, and I do not have hands or a wallet. That is what feels good. And I am pointing this out as an observer. I, I, I only listen to what women tell me. This is not my interpretation of the world. So I've got no judgment for women who long for more take control, masculine chivalrous guys, and I have no judgment towards the men who are taking on a more passive and feminine approach to dating. I don't judge them. I don't think they're very effective. I don't think women like it very much, but I don't judge them as people for not really knowing the best way to act. So your job as a woman is, as I see it, to figure out a couple things as you 
move forward. And this is uh, germane to the last podcast we did about smart, strong, successful women, right? Not always being a good fit for smart, strong, successful men. This is a, of, a, of a similar ilk. So you need to figure out, A, who are you? On that masculine, feminine scale, this has nothing to do with how you look, nothing to do with how pretty you are, whether you put on makeup or wear dresses, right? It's really in terms of doing, right? Proactive, very opinionated, very driven, right? Mission purpose, da 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 da, da right? Are you masculine energy? Are you feminine energy? More likely to support others, go with the flow, put other people's needs first. So where are you on that masculine feminine scale? Masculine being proactive and feminine being a little bit more passive is the working definition we're trying out here. Right. B, what role would you like to play in a relationship? Right. Because you could be one way in work and you could play a different role at home. Right. Are you okay with a more egalitarian relationship? Are you okay with the 50-50 where you call sometimes and he calls sometimes and you pay sometimes and he pays sometimes? And right, we're, we're, It's not as gender roles prescribed as they were 10, 20, 50, 100 years ago. Are you okay with that in practice? Because some people like it in theory, but in practice they don't. They say they want 50-50, but they don't really want 50-50. You might be okay as a woman who already plans her own life entirely, right? As a single woman, you're making all your plans. What's the difference between making plans for yourself and making plans for you and another guy to join you? And it's not that bad to be in the masculine and be the person who's making plans since to some degree, you might be comfortable already doing that. C, now that we've identified whether you're more masculine and feminine in life, then we've identified how do you want to show up in a relationship. Now we could look, see at the kind of man who's a good fit for you. The kind of man who's a good fit for you is a guy who is a compliment, right? It's not necessarily the male version of you. Right. And that's a challenge because we tend to be attracted to people who are more like us. The problem is that people who are more, more like us tend to have the same problems that we have that get exacerbated within a relationship. In my relationship, I'm a, a planner. I happen to marry a planner as well. We're both extroverts. We both get, get things done. And in our relationship, we've landed in a pretty 50-50 place. We have an online family calendar where we cannot make plans without running it past our partner first, even though both of us are always sort of inclined to do so. So we always go through the partner. It takes a while to learn to turn off that thing that allows you to do whatever you want as an independent single person. Being part of a couple is a different dynamic and requires a different level of respect. Right? If your freedom is the most important thing, marriage might not be good for you. You could be free within a marriage. You can't be completely independent and autonomous and say, it doesn't matter what my partner thinks. It obviously matters what your partner thinks. And you want to be with a man who cares what you think, not just a guy who goes rogue because he's an independent, successful guy. Finally, D, you want to create the conditions where you could both be content with the dynamic. Right? Now that you figured out who you are, now you figured out who you want to be in a relationship, now you figured out the kind of man who's a good fit for you, now in the relationship, you have to create the conditions where you can both be content with the dynamic. In other words, if you create a relationship where one partner feels out of alignment, this isn't who they are, that's gonna bubble up and cause a problem. It's gonna cause a big blowout fight much later in the relationship. And that's stuff you can't always see at the very beginning because the dating dynamic is different than the relationship dynamic. Now, most of my clients tend to prefer, and I don't blame them, 
proactive masculine men, my advice, if you prefer a guy like that, is to do nothing, right? This is famous love you concept. If, right, and this is from Why He Disappeared, um, my, my best-selling book. If you want to be with a guy like that, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to call him. You don't have to nudge him. When am I going to see you? What are we doing? Where's our relationship going? That guy will lead the process. Once you've made contact online, he will drive everything forward. He will follow through with you to demonstrate his interest. And your job is simply to quickly, warmly, flirtatiously respond to each and every one of his missives with enthusiasm to let him know that he should keep pursuing you. You do not pursue him. In Love You, we never text guys to see when you're going to get together again. Right? You sit on your hands and you oh, trust that the guy who's self-motivated is going to do what, what he wants to do in his own self-interest. And the guy who can't be bothered to follow up with you, plan another date, text you, see you again, is pretty much saying that he's not that interested. But there is an exception to this. Right? As strongly as I feel about that as an overall philosophy, there is an exception to this. And we acknowledge the existence of these guys, even if it's not everybody's dream. There are nice guys out there who want more egalitarian relationships. And due to this point where we are in our society, they're going to say things to you. And you've seen it before. You know, you could call me sometimes. You could text me. You can make plans. You can ask me out. You can make the first move. And these men... Don't act like old school men. And they may be confounding, but they shouldn't be confounding. If you ever want to understand them, just think about what it's like to be a woman. If you want to understand them, think about what women do. They're waiting for you to demonstrate interest without putting more skin in the game. They don't want to chase you down. They don't want to make you uncomfortable. They don't want to be seen as needy. If you ever want to understand why these guys are kind of passive, right, that's the reason why. And I really want to distinguish and we'll, we'll get there in a second, the difference between a guy who's not interested and a guy who's passive. When two people are waiting for the other person to initiate, it kills momentum quick. So then we're left with this sort of dilemma. And I like getting into the weeds with you. It's the reason we spend so much time on this topic is because it's a really nuanced thing. You're trying to pay attention to his personality. Is he masculine energy or is he feminine energy? If he's masculine energy, how he shows up, and you can tell. I mean, you can tell the difference between different guys. It doesn't take long to figure out who, you know, who masculine energy guys are, who extroverts guy are, the guys who are trying to get laid. It doesn't take long to figure out what kind of guy a guy is. Okay, so if based on the guy's personality, he's a masculine energy type A guy, after the date, you don't do anything. You let him follow up on you. But if you've got the other guy, you've got the nice guy who's relatively inexperienced, he's waiting for you to show interest, it's like looking in a mirror. If he's a little bit more passive, then those rules change because you could do nothing, but he'll do nothing. And you could hope in the absence of your effort that he's going to make an effort, but he's waiting to see what you do. So it's an ineffective dating strategy. This guy is a perfectly good guy, but maybe he's not reaching out because he doesn't have much confidence. Maybe he's not reaching out because he didn't see any signs that you liked him. You didn't. That's not who you are. You're not overly warm or flirtatious. Or you didn't give him any physical contact. So he doesn't really know if you liked him. And we can make a case. Do you really want a guy who's so insecure that he can't follow up for a second date? That's a perfectly reasonable thing to ask. Right? But even so, there's another variation on this. He might be a little bit more passive, but he also told you this. He encouraged, you know, Jeanette, you can call me sometime. I would love to hear from you sometime. So if he's encouraged you, if he's told you how to please him, now you're given the opportunity. Okay, I could come and meet him halfway and realize this is going to be more of a 50-50 relationship. I always said I wanted a 50-50 relationship. Now you have the opportunity. 
He's giving you the opportunity to have the 50-50 relationship. And if you discover that you don't like that, right? Because it doesn't feel good. It's not your vision of how you want your future. You don't have to do that. There's virtues to both ways of doing things. Being with an old school masculine guy has benefits. It also has its costs. Being with this sort of more passive egalitarian modern guy doesn't have to be the curse that you think it is. Remember, if you're already making all your own plans as a single woman, to make those same plans with the guy and have him say, yes, dear, it'd be fun to hang out. That's not the end of the world. Right? So the point is, it's your choice. You get to decide what dynamic really works for you. If you don't like that dynamic and you prefer to receive men's advances, then only date men who actively pursue you and don't pursue them. But you're the person who's in control. You're the one who's making a conscious choice. And instead of blaming men for being passive, you could either accept them as they are and meet them there, or you could pass on them, move on and find a guy who takes more control of the situation. Either one is a perfectly viable choice. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you wanna have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.